<laughs> Good morning, everybody, then. So we're making a start morning, now. Morning, it's the 17th young. time that we've met together. Ooh. 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 That's great. So you can mute yourself now. That's the normal thing to do. So if you want to mute yourself, that'd be brilliant. We'll be taking communion later. I haven't drunk the rest of that cup. It's just we just put a drop in to help us. <laughs> Someone hasn't muted themselves. <laughs> We've got the Monday House Group tomorrow, and so we'll be reading through Acts a little bit, so that'll be wonderful if you can join us on Zoom at quarter past eight. I've had quite a few online questionnaires come back, uh, so that's brilliant. There's been one physical questionnaire, so if you want to tell me what you think about how things are going, and if you want to meet as a midweek meeting coming up very soon, either do the physical one if you had it as a physical one or do it online that would be brilliant so i can get your thoughts on that tuesday email i know you all missed it i know you did but it started again this tuesday of course uh, part of it will be uh, last week's onward newsletter and that's focusing mainly on joe and argentina so if you didn't get a physical copy of that last week you'll see the online copy of that um bum, bum, bum. yeah we've got breakout rooms at the end of our time today and then ian and grace you know will be getting married well perhaps you don't know this because she only told me i think yesterday so ian and grace are getting married on the 25th of july so that's a week on saturday and of course sue jim is getting married not a week on saturday or two weeks on saturday it's this saturday how are you feeling sue jim can you give us some sign language or say something if you like. Thank you for all your prayers. Um, yeah, it's getting all sorted, and yeah, I'm happy that I can get married next week. <laughs> Yay. Yay! We're really pleased too. Thank you, Sujin. So we are going to play for Suji, pray for Sujin and David all together, sort of unmuting ourselves in a little while, so that we can pray for her, and then we'll do uh, plenty of praying for them during the week, I'm sure as well. So that's all the notices for now. We're going to pray and then we're going to sing wonderful, wonderful, just concentrating on the Lord. So let's just pray together. Lord, we do thank you that you're with us, that you love us and you know us. And yet you came to save us because you know us. So praise you, Lord, that we can worship you in spirit and in truth today with all our hearts. And that's what we want to do, to gather together to worship you and to remember what you've done for us and to learn some more as well. So help. Thank you, Lord, for this morning. We give it all over to you. Amen. 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 So if you want to stand and sing this song, or if you want to do anything else with the song, that'll be fine. Open my eyes to your wonders and you. 
You've captured my heart with this love. There's nothing on earth is as beautiful as you. You open my eyes to your wonders and you. You've captured my heart with this love. There's nothing on earth is as beautiful as you. concentrate on you so lord we know that our lives are changed that we can know you and follow you and lord that's what we do today we do concentrate on you and say thank you lord for all your love for us for the joy that you give us and for just knowing your presence it makes us such a difference in our lives today and in the years to come amen mm -hmm. hello um, I have been asked to give a testimony today, so um, I just want to tell you how good God has been, just because, you know, I'm not talking any great, amazing testimony, but all testimony is powerful, and so I hope just whatever I say right now, which is not very well rehearsed, I, I do admit, um, will bless you and will encourage you because our God is faithful and good and kind all the time. And God has definitely been faithful and good and kind to John and I this last week. We have just got back from a week in Cornwall and it was brilliant to be on holiday again. We were meant to go away at the end of May and obviously that was canceled. I know all of us have had lots of plans that have been canceled and rejigged and, and had to be rearranged. Um, and this week was just a lovely, time to be away it was a rest it was time away from home it was just a change of scene the weather was mixed we had british weather but you know we had some sunshine in the middle of that and that was beautiful john loved the weather whatever it was in fact we had a conversation this morning to say what was the what was the best the worst weather day for you and he said no they were all the same because they were all fantastic I prefer the sunshine but anyway um so it was a fantastic time and beforehand there were a few things that you know was it was it going to happen wasn't it going to happen and um it seems with everything these days there's, there's lots of question marks and and we don't know what's going on but let me tell you my lessons in trusting God are being exercised my muscles are being exercised and that is a good thing and I'm I know I'm going to have to continue to keep exercising those muscles in trusting God as we all are I guess anyway I just wanted to share a little picture that that God gave me during this last week we were when we were out and about it was different in different places sometimes there were lots of people about um sometimes less um and in the times when there were lots of people about obviously um you know you have to be really careful to make sure that you keep away from people and you're keeping a two meter distance and um and sometimes I I was getting a bit kind of you know like mm, you know um this is a nuisance to have to do this um, but then I spotted um, a family with a little girl and she was just running and you know how young, young children do they, they just go for it um, and, and she was laughing and, and running and she it was just such a picture of freedom um, mm. it, it was just lovely and God said to me that is what you are like you are like that little girl because you have freedom in me and so despite, you know, this lockdown situation and all the rules and regs that we, we have to, you know, live by at the moment. And I know that each of us lives in different kinds of, of restrictions and prisons, if you like, um, within our physical lives. Um, God just spoke to me about being free in him and that because we are Christians, we are like that little girl who was just free to run and, and smile and laugh. Um, I mean, obviously the parents were there and, and they, they grabbed her before she went too far, which is like our loving Heavenly Father who, who grabs us and, and, you know, before we get too far off the track. So I just wanted to share with you that God has been faithful and good um, in this week that we had and that he spoke to me about 
freedom within our lockdown restrictions. Um, and I hope that that will encourage you as it's encouraging you. Thanks. That was lovely, thank you. Do you know what? Sometimes we can have a long list of, Lord, I need this, Lord, I want that, or someone else needs this, or someone else needs that. And that's all very good. But sometimes it's really good, or perhaps every time it's really good to have a long list or a short list of, Lord, thank you for this. Thank you for that. And that helps us with our next song as well, because it's how good you have been to me. How amazing. So maybe as we sing this song, we can be saying to ourselves, well, what's God done this week? That's amazing. We can always say all about him dying for us on the cross and rising from the dead. But what has he done this week? What prayers have been answered? What, how close have you felt to God this week? What can you thank him for? So we're going to sing this. And once we've sung this, then David's going to lead our intercessions for us. <coughs> How good you have been to me, forever faithful. How true are your promises, never shaken. You are the light of my life, you are the reason I live. I live for you, I place no one above you, I walk with you, always, always, to talk with you, and feel your breath on my face, how amazing, how amazing. How rich is your word, O Lord, at work within me? How soft is your voice I hear that gently calls me? Each day I wait to your love. I know that I am blessed of God. I live for you. I place no one above you. I walk with you. Always, always to talk with you. And feel your breath on my face. How amazing, how amazing you are. I live for you. I live for you. I place no one above you. I walk with you. God and we ask that you would speak to the churches that you'd stir up people's hearts um just towards the one who would be able to most shine your love in the country um and just restore America as being a godly and holy nation that fears you 
um, I would just ask that you would pour out wisdom to the people. Um, although your power isn't limited to any specific person being in leadership, we just ask that you'd bless um, the US elections that are coming up. Um, and God, we pray for further protection in the UK as well. While pubs and restaurants are reopening, um, we just ask that you would protect our NCF community, God. We just ask that you would um, completely heal and um, strengthen Kathy and Jeff as well as they recover as well. Um, and God, we ask for your wisdom to the UK leaders and that every single decision and every um, you, this rule put in place will be for the best option for everyone's safety um, and for the economy um, and just everything in general, God. Um, we ask that you'd also give wisdom to ourselves to just appropriately place other people's safety um, before our wants in the appropriate way and ask that you would just slow down the coronavirus um, and that you protect our community. And God, we thank you so much for the Saints Project that is happening in, in Nuneaton. And we just ask that you would anoint the Saints Restaurant and the area, um, that we'd anoint the Saints Project, that you would anoint all those who are volunteering with Saints and also those who have and will enter the, the Saints um, Cafe or Restaurant and encounter the people who are working there um, and God I pray that you would use saints as well as MTF and the other churches in the in Nuneaton as a catalyst for revival and reformation um, and the Bible says that every believer is a light that exposes and casts out darkness because of the Holy Spirit that's within us so we ask that um, God you'd use us as your light in Nuneaton to transform this town into a city of your love and to restore Nuneaton into its original design and purpose in your kingdom. Holy Spirit, we ask that you continually fill us all, including those who are not attending um, the online services, um, whether we're here or at home, wherever we are, that Holy Spirit, you'd continue to refresh us, that you'd convict us, restore the places in our hearts that need to be restored, that you draw us near to you and bring awakening and revival. Holy Spirit, give us the strength to walk and to choose the opposite spirit of hope instead of despair or pessimism, to choose patience instead of impatience, to choose community instead of isolation in whatever form that may be, um, and to choose vulnerability instead of suppression, and to choose forgiveness instead of bitterness. Um, so yeah, Holy Spirit, we ask that you continually fill NCF, um, fill all of us, give us the strength um, to walk with you. Um, and I just want to make a few declarations right now. Um, so I had a sheet of like self declarations that were based on the scripture of who we are in Christ and who our birth, who like what our Christian birthright is. Um, and I just want to make some declarations as a prayer for the for NCF. And these apply both to the church and also to every single one of us as believers. Um, so yeah, so NCF is the expression of the life of Christ because he is our life, which is taken from Colossians 3 verse 4. NCF is a light of God and exposes the darkness by Christ's life in us, Ephesians 2, 19. NCF is a holy partaker of a heavenly calling, which is taken from Hebrews 3 verse 1. NCF is one of God's living stones being built up in Christ as a spiritual house, 1 Peter 2 verse 5. NCF is chosen of God, holy and dearly loved, and therefore jealously protected. Colossians 3.12 NCF is reconciled to God and, uh, and is a minister of reconciliation for God to others. 2 Corinthians 5.18 NCF is part of the true vine, a channel of Christ's life and energy. John 15.1 NCF is living in Christ's authority, which gives all of us in NCF power over all of the power of the enemy. Luke 10, 17 to 20. In all of these, um, so in all of these declarations, I just prayed out you, we can pray um, that out as NCF is, or you can replace that with I am, um, because these statements are true for every Christian as well as the church. So yeah, thank you God, just um, for giving NCF and all of us this amazing gift of who you've made us in Christ and as a church and as individual believers. I pray that you'd help us to live this out and to step more in alignment with your will for us every day. 
individually and as a community. Amen. I love hearing people pray who spend time in the presence of God. Don't you? It's like prayers that make me think, I haven't prayed like that for a few weeks, that prayer. So thank you very much, David. And those declarations that she made will be on our websites by tomorrow. So if you want to go over them and just ponder them a little bit, then go for it. We can ponder them together, can't we, over the next few days. <laughs>
Jesus Christ, my living hope. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the one who set me free. Hallelujah. Death has lost its grip on me. You have broken every chain. There's salvation in your name. Jesus Christ, my living hope. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, my living hope. Jesus Christ, my living are very strange. We're going to spend a few minutes now praying for Sujin and David. So if you want to pray, just take yourself off mute and put yourself mute, on mute again after you've prayed. That would be great. But any uh, scriptures, any anything that would just feel that you can't help but say now, this is a great time to pray for Sujin and for David. Father, we thank you so, so much that a date has been set and it stayed where it's been set and David and Sujin are able to be married next Saturday. God, we pray that in this preparation week, Lord, you will pour your blessing and your peace and your joy. And I pray that you will be preparing their hearts for this smashing and super and lovely day. Um, and I pray that you will just give them everything that they need. God, you created them and know them and you know what they need. We know that you are their heavenly father who loves them. So God, we lift them into your hands and ask that you will carry them through this week, through the day and through into their married lives together. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, that getting married is a, a time of joy. But, Lord, also we know the practicalities mean there's lots of things perhaps still to be thinking about. So over these next few days for Sujin, for David and their family and friends that are doing lots of these practicalities, Lord, will you bless them and encourage them, help them to see what needs to be done, when it needs to be done and when it needs to be left alone for someone else to do. Lord, thank you so much for the day being set, as Jill says. And thank you so much for their lives and their influence on us and their blessings to us. Lord, we do thank you for letting Sujin especially come into our lives and uh, having an effect, making us more positive and knowing you more, Lord. Amen. Hello, Jesus. Thank you so much for David and Sujin um get married lord i'm overjoyed about their getting together lord as a, a married couple lord jesus lord we uh, ask your holy spirit come upon their wedding and then let this uh, wedding service be filled with your holy spirit and let this husband and wives uh be united in your holy spirit as well as their physical body lord jesus uh let this couple uh, uh make a holy family and then yeah give birth the holy descendants yeah from them lord holy generations and generations lord uh yeah give them also lord the blessing from you uh yeah uh being united in you as well as lord uh love each other father uh as you uh love us lord jesus and lord and provide everything that they need uh, for their wedding and new start of their uh, home and family. And Lord, also uh, we ask you that uh, uh, bring a good weather uh, on this coming Saturday, that uh, uh, yeah, it will be a bright and sunny day uh, so that the uh, yeah, celebration is uh, much more joyful, Lord Jesus. And Father, also bless all the families uh, who are uh, getting together, uh, also, uh, Protect them, Father. Uh, be safe. Uh, and also, yeah, Lord, uh, there's no, uh, yeah, any any complication come come in, Lord. 
father uh, just thoroughly protected all the uh, yeah, process of the wedding and uh, yeah, their uh, starting of family, Lord Jesus. Father, thank you so much for uh, yeah, David and Sujin. And uh, Father, uh, yeah, yeah, they will, they will be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Heavenly Father, we just pray for uh, Sujin and David. We pray that you would bless their union together. And Father, as this week is uh, um, going to go so quickly and so hectically, we just pray your peace over them. In Jesus Christ's name we ask it. Amen. So let's keep on praying, of course, for all the different things that will be happening this week for Sujin, for David and the Yoon family as well. So let's keep on praying for them. It's going to be a great. Adam's going to bring our reading to us just now. Reading from James, uh, chapter one, verses one to 18. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the twelve tribes scattered among the nations, greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. But when he asks, he must believe and not doubt, because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not think he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man and stable in all he does. The brother in humble circumstances ought to take pride in his high position. But the one who is rich should take pride in his low position, because he will pass away like a wild flower. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. Its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich man will fade away, even while he goes away about his business. Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me, for God cannot be tempted by evil nor does he tempt anyone, but each one is tempted when, by his own evil desire, he is dragged away and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits for all he created. Thank you, Alan. One of the great things that I've really enjoyed over these last few weeks is having visiting speakers. And visiting speakers usually visit, but these somehow haven't visited, but they've still been visiting speakers because it's just with our fingers mine or Jill's fingers that we've just clicked and they've suddenly appeared like a uh, ghost or something I think it was. <laughs> anyway maybe you'd never watched that in the 70s. Today we've got a visiting speaker and it's someone I didn't know until a few months ago when I started going to the uh, Wednesday morning ministers meeting and he's the minister of the church that's nearest to us. I'm letting you think for a moment. Of course, you know where it is. It's the Horston Grange Ecumenical Church, the one next to the co-op. 
That's the nearest church building to our church. And his name is Alan Smith. And he's the minister there, Horston Grange Ecumenical Church, but he's also the minister of three other churches, the Nuneaton URC, which is by Ropewalk, Bedworth URC, and the Trinity Church in Addiston. And he's going to speak to us now on what Alan's just been reading to us, James 1. Good morning, and thank you to John for inviting me to preach today. Well, I say thank you, but then I realised that we're looking at the letter of James, and it's a challenging and perhaps not so well-known letter. And having spent some time studying the great theologians of the Reformation, I'm aware that Martin Luther struggled with this letter. He worried that there was a suggestion in the that we could be saved by what we do rather than our faith in Jesus, and this didn't sit so well with his theology. Well, at least I'm not alone in finding today's passage a bit of a challenge. But as my gran used to say, these things are sent to try us. Actually, that's not a bad sentiment to start thinking about the letter of James. Because James begins by telling his readers that they should be joyful when they face trials of many kinds. Now, what's interesting to me here is he uses a Greek word, pyrasmos, which has the sense of testing or even temptation. These trials are not about law and judgment. They are ways in which we discover our limits, our strengths, our potential. James is not looking at that, that, the, that the severe persecutions that the church faced, or even the struggle that we might face with illness. This is about our everyday struggles. And that, I think, is where James really wants us to get to grips with our faith in the everyday. That's what seems to come through as you read through the whole letter. It comes down to what difference does your faith make to you, to the way you live? And so each challenge becomes a marker, a test to show us what we can achieve. Now, I don't know how you felt about exams at school. I was one of those kids who really enjoyed exams, sad to say. But as you grow older, hopefully you began to see why they were there. Those tests show you how much you've learnt. They lay down markers. And it took a long time for me to understand that you can gain a lot from exams that you don't pass, or at least don't pass as well as you would like, because they let you know that you still have work to do to achieve your goals and where you can get better. That's why I found practical exams more challenging, if I'm honest. Generally, I'm fine with theory, but when it comes to putting things into practice, that's, that's when you really get to understand whether what you've learned makes a difference. And those little tests, those little challenges, invite us to look at ourselves when things don't go so well. As James puts it, no one, when tempted, should say, I am being tempted by God. One is tempted by one's own desire, being lured and enticed by it. That's an interesting thought. If we look for blame, it will quickly rebound on us. We shouldn't say that God tempts us. It's something within us which needs to be worked on, needs to be challenged. Although I have to admit, having served as a university chaplain for 20 years, I came across quite a few students who, when we asked if there was anything that we could pray, pray for them about, answered something along the lines of, well, you can pray that the right questions come up in the exams. That's a very human response, isn't it? Oh, they asked the wrong questions. But was it that we had the wrong answers? Perhaps we need to think differently. And I'm reminded of a phrase that was used by the senior guide on a trip in the Canadian wilderness that my wife and I went on. If you can't change your circumstance, change your attitude. That's quite a useful philosophy at the moment. <clears throat> I know that when I'm in my occasional role as a sports coach, the testing and trials have their place in challenging players to improve. They become a way to see improvement 
a few seconds faster here, a little stronger there, a new move perfected here, a new skill improved there. All coming together in competition, which is itself another form of testing. Of course, there is a risk of failing, but that doesn't stop us trying and trying again until we succeed, until we make that bit of progress. That's the way you improve as an athlete. And it's the way you improve as a disciple. Our faith is tested, checked by the way we live. And this is where the letter of James really has value, to remind us that faith is not simply theoretical or a matter of what we believe. It should change the way we live. This is the real test. We don't allow the love that Jesus has shown us to be reflected in our lives. Then we failed. We can't welcome like he does, heal as he does, forgive as he does. We will have failed. But that doesn't mean we can't keep trying with each challenge. Each day getting a, a little closer to matching his love, his care, his grace. Loving a little more. Healing a little more. Forgiving a little more. We are tested in how we support each other those around us and those further away in times such as we're living through, in how we respond to the need to protect the vulnerable from the COVID pandemic. We are tested in how we react to the cry of people struggling under racial prejudice and how we respond to the Black Lives Matter campaign. We are tested in how we respond to difficult people and difficult relationships. We are tested by the challenge of how to be the church in uncertain times. Are we just looking to get back to comfortable ways of being or are we ready to take on something new, something different as we go forward? We are tested, but we have something to draw on. As James says, every generous act of giving and every perfect gift come from the Father. The most perfect gift that we have is the Holy Spirit who encourages us to keep trying, to step a little bolder, a little further, a little faster along the path of discipleship. The testing is not got the goal, but at each time we succeed in following Jesus a little more, each time we endure a temptation, a testing, a little more of God's glory is to be seen in us. So consider it nothing but joy, I think James may have something there. We're going to take communion in a few minutes, but there's lots to think about there. We heard some really good declarations earlier. But we've heard some really good challenges just then, haven't we? So let's just spend a moment. We don't need to pray out loud. Just keep yourselves on mute. Just talk to God now. Then I'll read a scripture. And uh, then we'll sing a couple of songs maybe. And then we'll take communion together again. And saying, yes, Lord, we need you. Let's just spend a minute just talking to God about the challenges that Alan's just brought us. Proverbs 28, verses 14 and then 13 says this. Blessed is the one who always trembles before God. But whoever hardens their heart falls into trouble. Whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them
finds mercy. So let's ask God for his mercy in our lives just now for doing the things perhaps over the last few days that we knew we shouldn't have been doing or thinking and for not doing the things we knew we should have done but didn't do. Let's ask for his grace and his love and mercy in our lives now that he changes
Oh, 
Blessed is the one who always trembles before God. But whoever hardens their heart falls into trouble. The Lord, as we come to you today, we do thank you for your mercy. But we are all in awe and trembling because of who you are and your power and your majesty and your holiness. We tremble before you, Lord, and say, Lord, forgive us, help us change us. Come and indwell us again in your power and your joy. Lord, we thank you. We behold you. So if you've got the elements with you just now, maybe you could take the bread and just thank the Lord, saying, thank you, Lord, for your body that was broken for me. For God so loved me that he sent his only son. Thank you, Lord, for your cleansing power, your healing power, the power that we know, we've seen with our eyes. Lord, we thank you for your love for us. Amen. Let's take the wine together as well. Let's not rush away from what we're doing now. Let's just be quiet and behold God. Not wanting to speak, but let's just be quiet now. Thank you, Lord, that the hands that flung stars into space, the hands that created all things, we can hold. And Lord, for all of us today, we hold your hand and we snuggle up to you. Whatever our situations, Lord, whatever the good things that are going to happen over these next few days, whatever the tricky things that are going to happen, Lord, we hold your hand now and we say thank you for your love and your, your unconditional love, Lord. Thank you that you love us. Lord, help us to show that love to others as we've heard today in practical ways, forgiving others, showing consideration to others. Lord, Leaders and guiders, we pray. Amen. We're going to have some breakout rooms in a few minutes, but we're going to finish with a song. Now, if I was at church, I'd be glad to be standing up for this. If I was playing a ukulele, 
which can't, I'll be glad to be standing up to do this as well. Because we're going to sing My Lighthouse. We're going to sing In My Wrestling and In My Doubts. We all have them, don't we? Yes, John. I can only hear Jill, and that's great. But you can nod your head if you like. But God is with us. God is loving us. God wants us to know that he's our lighthouse. So I'm just standing up just for the moment, because now I need to sit down again. Great love will lead me through. You are the peace in my troubled sea. Oh, you are the peace in my troubled sea. In the silence you won't let go. In the questions your truth will hold. Your great love will lead me through. You are the peace. In my troubled sea, oh, oh, you are peace in my troubled sea. My lighthouse, my lighthouse, shining in the darkness, I will follow you. My lighthouse, my lighthouse, I will trust the promise, you will carry me safe to shore. have 
the attitude that James has encouraged us to have. God, we want to consider it pure joy. Lord, I pray that you will help us um, to navigate this week. God, you know what's coming up for each of us this afternoon and this coming week. And so, God, we ask you to, to take us by the hand and lead us into what you have for us. In Jesus' name. Amen.